Bellissimo Files, home to the world's biggest stars. Get, get your hands up! Live on your radio. And you can check us out on your socials. It's your favorite person, Serena. Serena! <laughs> ready for you to go ahead and take it away. This. This is the Bellissimo Files. It's the Bellissimo Files on spin. And now, your host, yeah. Serena Bellissimo. Good morning. Hope you're enjoying the start to the weekend. Waking up to the sun is so amazing. Um, I'm going to keep that amazing feeling going because on today's show, I've got some great guests, including Dakota Johnson. She's going to tell us why she's been living out her movie fantasies on the new Netflix film, Persuasion. Chasing Abby are going to tell us all about teaming up with our very own Marty. And up next, it's all about this week's one to watch, Cello. Oh, This week's one to watch is bringing Gaelic drill, a fusion of traditional Irish culture with modern drill hip-hop sound to the world. He recently signed with Warner Music and has released his his single Irish Girls. It is Salo. Salo, welcome to the show. What's up, how's everyone doing? Salo. Salo, it has been a mad few weeks. How does it all feel? Feels amazing. Feels good. The buzz is good, obviously. You know what I mean? It's always good to be like recognised for what you do. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm just happy. I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm happy with the way things are going. And hopefully it just keeps elevating from here, you know what I mean? I love it. I was on your Instagram and there's a post and you captioned it. No support is all the motivation I needed. Thoughts yeah. always turn to things in the end. So speak it, believe it and hustle hard. That's when you were there signing with Warner Music Island. What was that moment yeah. like for you, Salo? It was magical because the song I released before that, well, not even before I got some, before I got the recognition was um, Process. It was called Process. Yeah. And I was literally talking about like struggles, just the struggles I faced like, coming up in the scene, in school, not obviously growing up in Kandak and in Bono and my aspirations, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And some of the some of the stuff I mentioned in, the, in that song are only really coming in, like, I'm only really seeing it now, you know what I mean? In that track, I mentioned my first deal, like, oh, can't wait to sign a deal, I can't wait to do this, can't wait to do that. And it's mad how the world works, like, how the world works, like, it's crazy because, like, ever since that track, I just felt like a lot of stuff has just been happening for me. And that's why I thought that quote was like, yeah, it needed to be the one. It really is amazing, um, your debut mixtape, Cello Tape. Uh, You've said that it's a love letter to your hometown, but it's also confronting the hardships and the rawness of everyday life there. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, 100%. Lately, it's kind of like an autobiography of like growing up in Bono, growing up in Dublin, and just having to undergo challenges and just stuff we face, like either with relationships with each other, with the government or just with anything, just with any anybody anywhere can relate to this thing. Like whatever role, whatever job you have, wherever you're based, you know what I mean? It's literally a relatable body of work based on my life and events that happened to me. So literally, can't wait for it. I, I, I can't wait to share it with everyone. Cello, how did you get through those moments of hardship? For me, it was just re- resilience. Like most of the time was... What I see the world is like it's, it's one versus one. It's basically me, like only I can overcome my challenges. You know what I mean? The challenges are made for me. So like, it's a real test of resilience. Like for me, what I had to do was like really train my resilience, like learn not to give up and learn when to obviously not react, which is the most important thing in my opinion. Because a lot of creators or a lot of people, when they face challenges, react in the wrong way. From there, it could actually tarnish the name or it could actually make them lesser in the eyes of people that don't that don't actually know them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I love? You know, you're honest in your your writing, in your performing, but yeah. I also love Zello that you have brought a bit of Irish 
to your music. Tell me about that and the fusion. So, so with that, literally was just um, kind of came natural because my aim originally was like to be the first rapper to make like being Irish like cool, like you know what I mean, as in, like yo. Because most of the time, people from outside of Ireland listen to Irish music. It's mainly like comedic or it's mainly like like happy go lucky or whatever. But mm-hmm. in this case, I was trying to show them that yo, we have our own, uh, you know what I mean, storyline. There's actually more to, more to Ireland than just fun and games. Like you know what I mean, there's people yeah. out here really struggling trying to yeah. make it. I really try to illustrate that during the tape, and I felt like including Irish, like the Irish vocab, would just build that that bridge or build that connection for Irish speakers. I, I, mean? I love it because I was listening to Irish girls, and yeah. I was going, "Did I really hear Moshe Daholi? Like <laughs> you are, you, you're just slipping words in there." And do you know what? It didn't. Sometimes when that stuff happens, solo, it can be jarring. It was not yeah. jarring. It just I was like, "Yeah, you did," and it was good. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, that is true. Like, it's always good to hit the balance. See with me, yeah? yeah. People need to understand that, that, like, obviously with slang, you see slang, a lot of slang doesn't really make sense, but, like, people just buy into it. I feel like people can buy it. Like, obviously, the Irish language is a, it's a beautiful language, it's my language, you know what I mean? But people yeah. outside of Ireland don't know what I'm saying. But if I put the, the language beside a picture, beside an image, they would then start, like, understanding. Like, most of the time, I say Colleen, like, Colleen, most of the time. Yeah. Like, anytime I say, it's not a girl. It just sounds better. It's a lot easier to say when it, when it comes to rhyming. So in that case, I felt that, yo, if I say that instead, people will eventually catch what it means. You know what I mean? Even exactly. If you don't so, Salo, um, the mixtape, as I said, Salo tape, I love. Yeah. I love your play on words there. What is next for you? Me, right now, I don't know if I'm speaking too early, but hopefully I'll get a headline show, big one, and the All Ireland tour. Call it the All Ireland by Sello. Uh, <laughs> I, do you know what, Sello? Okay. I'm going to steal words from you and say, speak okay. it and it shall happen. So speak yeah. it and we'll be talking about your sellout tour the next time we chat. Amen. That's, that's all we need, 100%. 100%. <laughs> well, Sello, it was great chatting to you. Good luck with everything and can't wait to have you on the show again soon. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Sello, before I let you go, will you introduce your latest track? Yo, this is Sello, Mr. Pundarkin, Mr. Dublin, you already know. You're listening to Irish Girls by Cello and Reggie B on the Bellissimo Furs. This is the Bellissimo Files. Exclusive to Spin. We all know Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey, but she's done so much more since then. And now she stars as Anne Elliott in Jane Austen's Persuasion, which is on Netflix right now. If you don't know anything about Persuasion, basically Anne is an unconforming woman with modern sensibilities and when the one that she really loves gets away but then he comes back into her life she wonders what is she going to do is she going to listen to her heart or listen to society well we caught up with we look at me talking like i'm the royal we me i caught up with dakota johnson to find out why this role was her movie fantasy role Dakota, I've heard you say about persuasion that was really, really, really fun for me. It was kind of dreamy and crazy. What did you love about that whole experience? You know, I think as an actress, I've sort of, I've, I mean, I've definitely dreamt of doing a sort of period drama or comedy. You know, there's something about making a period movie that is um, feels very movie world. It feels fantastical and it feels... Just like, you know, that was a a real dream of mine. So making persuasion, especially being in the English countryside in the summertime and, 
You know, those are things that I've always thought I would love to do if I ever had the opportunity. How did it feel though, taking on such an an English heroine and also breaking the fourth wall, which Dakota, I absolutely love that part. Oh, thank you. That was very fun for me. It was nice to just include the camera and the audience in a way um, that I'd never done before. And I think it also, it almost allows the audience to like, I guess, to relate to this story and this time period a little bit more. I think when you feel like you're let in to the world, that it's a lot easier to to align yourself with it in your life as a viewer than it is to watch something that you feel so removed from. This is about love lost. When you look at films out there, is there a role that you go, oh, I wish that went to me, or there's a role out there that you're going, I really want that role? Um, yeah, <laughs> for sure, of course. But that's, I feel like that is normal. But I won't yeah. tell you what they are. Okay. <laughs> In this, and says... For once, I'm asking you to trust that I have the resources to make my own decision. I must rely on the instructions issued by my own heart. I loved that line. I was thinking, when did you, when it came to your career, when did you start to be able to block out all that white noise and trust your own heart in the decisions you were making? I still kind of, you know, it's, uh, I guess, white noise or sort of like mosquito noise is always there, but I always... Um, try to do things that I know are true to my heart because if it doesn't feel authentic, it will feel contrived. And, you know, if it doesn't feel authentic, then there's probably somebody better for the role, you know? And I really, I really believe in that. I think the right people make the right make movies. I think it's all, everything happens as it's supposed to. I love that you've teamed up with um, your friend Ro Donnelly to um, make Tea Time Productions. Can you tell me about this? Because I love the ethos behind this, Dakota. Thank you. Yeah, Tea Time was founded by me and Ro and we we were friends first. And then now, our, you know, she's my best friend in the whole world and we are partners and she's, you know, we really love movies and we really love making movies. And so the creative process is so um we're very parallel it's very uh complementary how we work and we want to make we want to make excellent um projects and work with up and coming writers and loads of female writers female directors and really like make you know tell stories that are honest and true and um i don't know it's it's fun it's like the most fun and so I feel very lucky that we're able to have this company and grow the company and that it is growing and people like it I'm thrilled that you're out there also giving voices to people who don't necessarily get it in this industry so Dakota thank you for that (laughs) thank you so much you can catch Dakota Johnson in Persuasion it is streaming now on Netflix let's go what to watch. What to watch. Joining me in studio is our very own Deidre Lumber to talk about this week's movie releases. Dee, it's great to have you in studio. Oh, it's so good to be in studio. What are we talking about this week? So we were talking about The Railway Children Return, which is a new family movie that is out in cinemas now, and The Grey Man, which is currently in cinemas, but it'll actually be on Netflix from next week. All I can tell you about The Grey Man so far, and we'll talk about this a little later on, but 
I've been much impressed for it. How amazing is Ryan Gosling looking? And I'm not just talking about his looks, his outfits. Like, he is so out there and I love it. Oh, my gosh. And also seeing, like, the leaked photos of him playing Ken in the new Barbie movie. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I didn't think... (laughs) We are going to talk about the other movie (laughs) soon, I promise. But I didn't think I'd be so into the Barbie movie Mm -hmm. as I have. It's been very smart marketing from them, hasn't it? It has. And, I mean, it's Greta Gerwig directing, so you have to be excited about it. Like, she's such incredible... Okay. Yeah. Cannot wait. When's that release? Is that 2023? Oh, yeah. It's, thinking? It, it's going to be earliest next year, but very excited for that. Cannot wait for that, but um, we can talk Crayman later. <laughs> We're something that's completely different from Barbie, and we know Barbie's not going to be a family-friendly film, probably, from what we've been seeing. Um, but the railway, railway Children Return is... Yeah, that's just it. So this is actually, it's slightly kind of confusing exactly how it works out, but basically it's a sequel to the 1970 movie The Railway Children, which is itself based on the classical novel of the same name by E. Nesbitt. In this movie, we're following a a group of kids, these siblings who have been sent to the countryside Yorkshire um, during the war so that they're kind of more protected and stuff. You have this older sister who's looking after her younger siblings and they eventually meet this young soldier who they want to uh, reach out to and help in whatever way. They can. Let's take a clip. Do you remember all right here? Like it was yesterday. Oakland! This is Oakland! Come on, you love. Let me get. Hey, good old day. Come on, this is our spot. These are not the looking bunch, aren't they? Gotta look the cold shed. See, you said this is based on a a sequel to the 1970s film that I've never heard. Like, is this something that we should all know about or... I feel like I vaguely remember it being on TV at some point when I was was young. Okay, yeah, because I've never heard of this and I have to tell you from that I am the one who is judging a book by its cover. This looks boring. I mean, you know what it is? Like, there are some, like, kind of interesting ideas going through it, like you know, you're seeing the war through the eyes of these children. There's the theme of racism, of childhood innocence. It has a very anti-war message, but it is very simplistic or something. I think that it's a nice movie for kids, particularly for younger kids and um, for family. You know, if they've already seen the Minions movie, it's nice to have like another option there, I suppose. Um, It was also very, very English, I found. And not that I have an issue with the English, but I mean, sometimes... The accents I find a bit irksome, if I'm honest. <laughs> okay, so, like, honestly, yeah, um, you know, you were talking about, you know, there's going to be kids who want to go see the Minions. If the kids are into the Minions, this just seems like something that's completely different. Who is yeah. going to like this? It, ju- it does just seem like a very slower pace, something that they would make in the 70s but may not necessarily work today. And again, judging a book by its cover. I mean, it's funny, I saw, and I can't remember, sorry that I'm not crediting them, but I saw one review um, basically say that it's like the railway children, but it's like the woke generation (laughs) of railway children. So I'm like, okay, I get what they're doing here in terms of like modernising the story. I would probably say this if you are looking for something to do with, um, you know, the kids we- this weekend, if you're trying to escape this, like, very hot weather, if it's too much for you and you've already seen Minions, go to this. If not, go see Minions first because they'll probably <laughs> prefer that. <laughs> so I think that's the most honest review I can give of it. Okay, what are you going to give it out of five? Oh, dear. Oh, I shouldn't put you on this. <laughs> okay, stay away is basically what you're saying. <laughs>
It's um, it's 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 fine. It's a bit it's a bit dull, if I'm honest. It didn't okay. do anything for me. Okay, so basically, you're telling people if you want to pay for air conditioning, go to the right <laughs> Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah. If you, well, like I said, you would want to have kids to see it because it won't do anything for you as an adult. Okay, let's move on from the way way children <laughs> return and go to the grey man, Chris Evans. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, absolutely. It's Russo Brothers as well, who people will remember uh, did a bunch of the Marvel movies, including Infinity War and Endgame. So in My this, two favourites. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, so Ryan Gosling in this plays a CI operative who has stolen something on a secret mission that could reveal dark agency secrets. So as a result, the CIA send this sociopathic rogue operative to take him down, and that sociopath is played by Chris Evans. Let's take a clip. Hey, sunshine. Um... You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The white pants, the trash dash. It just... It leans Lloyd. Where's the drive? Got it here somewhere. It's hard to see it. <clears throat> Is that it? A clip there from The Grey Man. D, I usually stay away from films like this. They're not usually for me. But I cannot wait to see this. I'm not going to lie, when I started watching this movie, I thought, oh, this is so, like, obvious and formulaic and kind of stupid. And then I realised that that was the utter genius of this movie. (laughs) So basically, it is so self-aware. Like, I remember when The Grey Man, the title came on the screen, I was like, that looks exactly like that 80s Sylvester Sloan Demolition Man movie. And then it continues to just be really 80s in terms of it just being so over the top, so ridiculous. And it actually ends up being like a lot of fun as a result. It's kind of an action movie that's very aware that it is an action movie. And it's absolutely utilizing all of those tropes. You've got like the kind of cheesy one liners. You've got completely unrealistic fight sequences happening. I think that there's one, um, there's one, I won't like give it away, but let's just say there is an absolutely insane sequence involving um, jumping from an airplane. Uh, Chris Evans is a lot of fun in this. We've rarely seen him do these villainy roles. I was going to ask about Chris Evans mm-hmm. because producer Aoife and I were having a bit of an argument out there about him. I She loves him as Captain America. Mm-hmm. I find him, not him personally because I don't know him, right? But <laughs> as an actor, I find him a bit boring. I don't know. See, I get, uh, yeah, I think that he is a great Captain America. I thought he was really good in Knives Out and I think that he's continuing to explore these more like kind of layered roles and in this he's just totally leaning into that whole 80s style villain with these sarcastic witty lines um, at one point he says that'll do pig that'll do and he's got this ridiculous moustache going on and stuff like this and he's just so absolutely off the wall crazy in this I really really enjoyed him and then in terms of Ryan Gosling's performance like the whole idea is that he is he's basically like this generation's Jason Bourne I suppose like just (laughs) so unrealistic how he's able to like just take these guys out and never ever take a bullet Um, I was a little disappointed by the use of Anna de Armas in this I'm really excited to see her actually in the Marilyn Monroe movie because it's literally because I think that she's underused in a lot of movies and I think it'll be really good to get to see her actually utilise her acting chops I can't wait now you said this is out in cinemas this weekend Mm -hmm. Is it something that, you know, you should see on the big screen or wait a week or two because it will hit Netflix? I mean, I did watch it um, because I got a screener for it. I (laughs) did watch it on the small screen. But as I was watching it, I was like, you know what? This is like 
big, dumb popcorn entertainment. Okay. So I would have loved to see it on the big screen. So I'd say if you can and if you enjoy this genre, it's definitely worth seeing it, uh, buying your cinema ticket for it. Absolutely. And, and you get some free air conditioning. Yeah. With your, well, not free air conditioning. You're, you're paying for your cinema ticket and yeah. that's thrown in as well. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It'll be interesting to see if they um, kind of continue to follow this character and this uh, universe because I just, I really, I really enjoyed this, I have to say. Okay, so this week your go-to film is definitely The Grey Man. Yep, that's my recommendation. Thumbs up. Deja <laughs> Malumbi, thanks a million for that. Sorry, that was my squeaky chair. <laughs> It's one of those weeks, isn't it? Um, thanks a million for that. You're going to be back next week. I will. Thanks for having me. If you want to find out what else is showing at the cinema or streaming online, you know what to do. Tune in to We Love Movies tomorrow morning with Gordon Hayden from 8 o'clock. This is the Bellissimo Files. Exclusive to Spin. Uh, Welcome to the Bellissimo Files, home to the world's biggest stars. Get your hands up. Live on your radio. And you can check us out your favourite person, Serena. Serena! I'm ready for you to go ahead and take it away. This, this is the Bellissimo Files. It's the Bellissimo Files on Spin. And now, your host, yes. Serena Bellissimo. Yes, you're listening to the Bellissimo Files with me, Serena. I can hear people around the country celebrating. I'm actually raging. I missed uh, seeing Ireland beat the All Blacks in New Zealand. What a historic match that is. I sort of missed it, but I sort of didn't because my phone has been hopping. Um, If you've calmed down from that, well, we've got some more excitement coming up on today's show. This final hour of the show, I'll be catching up with Chasing Abby. They'll be talking all about working with Marty on their new single, Hometown, and what they really got up to when they were doing their photo shoot. We'll also be filling you in on Love Island, if you've missed anything from that. And up next, comedian Anna Clifford is going to be sharing sharing her favourite things. So, let's get straight into this second hour. The Bellissimo Files. Favourite things. Festivals is all together now. It's running from the 29th to the 31st of July. It's not only about all the great music, there's also a hilarious comedy lineup and it features the likes of Jason Byrne, Grode Farrelly, and Anna Clifford. Well, Anna Clifford joins me right now from Italy to tell us all about that and to share her favourite things. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, do comedians ever switch off? You're on holidays in Italy chatting to me about a festival you're about to do in a couple of weeks' time. I know. No, you'd never... Once I think, once you fully go working for yourself, you never get a, like, a second. I mean, can't complain. I like, did lie out in the sun earlier on and now I'm like, doing some Zoom meetings, so it's all about balance. Yeah. Well, tell me about <laughs> um, All Together Now. How are you feeling about performing there? Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love performing at festivals. And it's such a good buzz. And yeah, this is my first time going to be at All Together Now because I've always been away. So and people say it's an incredible festival. So, you know, I get to go and do my 20-minute set, like entertain people, have a buzz, and then I get to enjoy the festivals for the rest of it. So it's not bad, is it? Because there's a great musical lineup. I think the ones that I really, really, really want to see is Groove Amada. You said you love performing at festivals. What is the difference? They're so different. Like, I think it's, I like, like that you don't know what to expect because I've done ones now, like, that are on at, like, 12 noon, like, as soon as people wake up and they're just, like, lying on the floor eating a breakfast roll watching you, you know? <laughs> and it's That's kind of a lazy Yeah, so it's not, like, the same buzz of, like, a like a packed comedy club at night. Actually, I think maybe festival... I like afternoon comedy. Like, I know I'm on at 3 o'clock on the Saturday at, all together now, so, like, I think that's a nice vibe. Just when people are getting back up, getting ready to go back into it, you kind of chat to them a bit. And, yeah, it's just, like, people... It's just such characters. Like, I feel like people really, like get into themselves and at festivals like I, I'm I know I'm meant to be living in a forest 
<laughs> dressed like mad, just like having the crack. That's like where I feel most at home. So like, I just love seeing people in their element. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. <laughs> and um, you're not just playing festivals. Amazing. I just saw your poster reveal for I See Deadly People at Edinburgh. Yes. That is everyone's yeah. dream. How are you feeling about that? That's the thing, yeah. Because that'll be the I'm fly to Edinburgh just after all together now. And I am. I'm just so I'm just trying to get the prep in now for Edinburgh because yeah. I'm going over for the whole month. I'm doing my show at nine o'clock every night at the Gilded Balloon. And yeah, it's my first full hour on my own. It's called I See Deadly People. Like, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. At the minute, I'm doing work in progresses, so that's kind of fun because I can tell people like I'm still working this out. You know, I'm allowed to be a bit crap. If- <laughs> So it's like that once I get up there, that, that will be wiped from me and I, I have to be ready, you know? Will we be hearing all about your time at Edinburgh in your podcast with Patty that you do for Go Loud called Chances? Yes, thank you for bringing that up. We just started our podcast, Chances, and yeah, for sure, because each week we like start the top of it off as like a little catch up. And yeah, if people have been listening, they'll hear me talking about like doing the prep and the work in progresses. So once I'm up there, yeah, I'll be sharing the highs and lows, probably more lows, to be honest. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Lots no, of highs. Well, listen, we, as I said, we can hear all about um, you performing at All Together Now and at Edinburgh as well on the Chances podcast yes. via Go Loud. But we want to know a little bit more about you. So can we find out about your favourite things? Yeah, let's see my favourite things. What TV show are you obsessing over right now? Right now, I just binged um, Backstage with Catherine Ryan. It's on Amazon Prime. So it's like, I think it's a six-part series and she has um, different comics on it doing their sets at um, the event, I can't remember the venue in London anyway. And then she does backstage of it as well. So it's like kind of half stand-up, half reality TV. And like, I just love that because I love watching stand-up anyway. But I also love watching the backstage. And like, you know, you have great acts like Joanne McNally, Rob Beckett, Frankie Boyle. And they're just talking about their process and like still feeling nervous and stuff. And it's just like kind of like reassuring to see how people feel. (laughs) Favourite film? I was thinking about this, like some of these questions, I'm like, this is like the pressure of like being on a first date and trying to be cool. But actually when I think about it, my favourite film is Stephanie Moulin Rouge. Oh my god, I love like, that. Like I, I could watch that again and again. But like I'll have to sing the eleventh minute elephant medley. Like that that medley in the middle. So I don't think anyone would want to watch it with me because I would ruin their ears, but it's it's a good one. I'd watch it with you. I think it's a brilliant, yeah. brilliant okay. film. Do you have a favorite book? I do like reading. I, I just wish it I don't feel like I get enough time to do it, but it's either always like self-help books or people I do like kind of biographies about people's journeys. Um, I just finished a book by a fellow Dublin comic called Marie Scotton. It's called Trouble, and it was fantastic. It was a, it's a hard book. Like she's very honest about her like hard life she's had, but like yeah, it's beautifully written, very honest, very raw, and hilarious as well. Song everyone should have on their pumped up playlist before a gig when I get when I get myself yes. in the mood. It's like Lizzo. She makes she makes me feel like sassy, confident. I love it. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite album? In my show, I See Deadly People, I was referencing um, a song from Pink's Misunderstood album, remember in 2001? Yeah. And then I used to think about it and then I listened to it loads and I was like, this is the best album I think ever. Like I just find it, it makes me laugh so much because I think it was about 11 and I was just relating so hard to these like really emotional songs and just being like, this is my life, nobody gets me. And I still relate to them. And there's one song about like family portrait, like about a, you know, family splitting up. And my family are like really happy. And my mom and dad are still together. And I'm just like, oh, that's me. So I just think it's ridiculous, but I love it. Besides besides Chances, of course, what podcast are you listening to right now? I think my other, my favourite podcast to listen to is a um, podcast called Off Menu by two comics, Ed Gamble and James Acaster, the UK comics, but they invite people in to talk about their dream menu and they just talk about food. 
And that is like my one of my favorite things ever to discuss. I love talking about food. I love asking people like I think it's more caring to ask people what they had for dinner than like, how are you? Because you can kind of understand how they're feeling. They just had a packet of crisps, you know, You're like, are you OK? Uh, <laughs> it's so, so true. What what app can't you live without? <laughs> this is definitely Google Maps. I'm sorry. It's my favorite app. Um, your favorite account to follow on social media. I think this always changes up, which is nice. I like like discovering new people and um, it's kind of what like depends what mood you're in, isn't it? So yeah. at the minute, I'm really enjoying like Stacey Solomon's because she um, she's just like so like humble and funny and like has a really cute family and she makes crafts and like the way she does these montages on our story, it's just like really like enjoyable when you just don't want to like think or, you know, anything. Um, yeah. And your favourite thing to do on a weekend when you're not working? <laughs> um, well, I was thinking about this and like, tying in with like all together now, I think in the seasons that it is, it, I think festivals yeah. are the best way to spend the weekend when you can do it. Like I would have said sleep, but then people would probably be worried about me, but um, <laughs> other than sleep, it would definitely, yeah, I'm just in, like, even like, you know, the way like obviously great to do all together now, so that's a weekend one's so fun, but there's even like smaller ones popping up for a day and it's just yeah I love it. a bit of music a bit of comedy a nice food truck and hopefully like a bit of sun or at least like not rain in Ireland as you said you're playing at All Together Now which runs from the 29th to the 31st of July Anna enjoy all of that enjoy Edinburgh and we can't wait to hear more of you on Chances via the Go Loud app Anna thanks so much for joining us thank you so much cheers as I said, you can catch Anna at the All Together Now Festival running from the 29th to the 31st of July at in Waterford. Break, 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 break it down. The Melissa Files. What did I miss? Five, four, three, two, one. Joining me in studio is producer Aoife. Aoife, I've been gone for a couple of weeks and yeah. I've missed a lot, I feel. I know. I feel like even when you're gone away for a couple of days, everything just happens so fast now. Yeah. There's so many new things have come out now something the people haven't been missing but you may have missed last night's episode Love Island is on our screen still and I am loving the drama this year I have to say I haven't been this bet into Love Island in years like I really thought I wasn't a fan of the show anymore but they've really really gone above and beyond to throw the drama in there this year so tell me what is going on so last night if you missed it it was one of the biggest nights of the series. So Casa Amor is obviously a huge event that happens during the series. Then they all come back and they all get loved up again and they're all crazy about each other. Yeah. They then throw in movie night, which is one of the biggest nights where basically the Islanders get told on for things that were caught on camera that their other half might not have seen. Do you know what always surprises me, right? They're always so surprised. I'm like, you've seen this now. You know how this works. But what's even better is the person who did it is always surprised too, where they're like, <laughs> oh no, I totally forgot that I did this. <laughs> Which we saw happen last night with Ek and Sue. I won't reveal too much in case you haven't seen it, but make sure you do go back and watch. Now, the only thing is, viewers were a little bit annoyed because it was teased up that movie night was happening happening last night and they only started it about 15 minutes before the end of the show only played us a little bit of it and then said the rest will be happening on Sunday night so if you did miss last night you'll catch the rest of the drama tomorrow night. Now Aoife this isn't the first time it's happened this year like I, I've seen on Twitter people yeah. getting really annoyed they, they're saying this is happening and they're doing the ultimate ultimate tease they're doing the ultimate cliffhangers but it's working for them because yeah. I don't know <laughs> I've never been so sucked into it and I've never known so many people to be talking about it either so what they're doing is working so I, think, I don't think we'll see the end of that anytime soon so yeah if you want to get some G 
do you see gossip, make sure you do check out Movie Night tomorrow night on Love Island. Now, you know that um, June is Pride Month, but yes. as we said in June, Pride is all year long. Yes. And I'm really thrilled that today at 2pm at the Garden of Remembrance, um, there is a trans and intersex Pride March. Yes, right. it's going through the city today, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to read a statement here from Belong to Youth Services. They've put up on Twitter, we're so excited to march with at Dub Trans this Saturday for Trans and Intersex Pride Dublin. It's vital that cis members of our community stand proudly with our trans, intersex and non-binary siblings. So if you are around the Garden of Remembrance at two o'clock, please head over there and show your support. Yeah, get in there and show your support. And finally, now... I love this next person you're going to talk to me about. I How did I miss that there's a TV show that I should be watching with him in it? Oh, my God. So there has been a big hole in my life for something light and funny and kind of doesn't require a lot of brain power to watch. I'm talking like Shit's Creek, Friends, you know, all those type of shows. There's a gap in my life right now and I know? think this is going to fill it, which I'm really excited about. Well, do you know, before you tell us what it is, there are a lot of people saying they don't make like rom-com movies anymore. Yeah. They don't make those sitcoms that yeah. we really do just want to sit back and watch. But and I think if you are a fan of shows like Emily in Paris, Sex in the City... Mm-hmm. Modern Family. Oh yes, that you are going one. to be very excited because the creators of those shows have come together to create a new Netflix show starring Neil Patrick Harris called Uncoupled. So the story is based around Neil Patrick Harris's um, character called Michael, and he finds himself single at the age of forty-nine in New York. His boyfriend of seventeen years turns up one day and says he's leaving him, and his worst fears are realised as he realises he's a single gay man in New York City, and it follows all of his trials and tribulations of living that life. The trailer even looks hilarious. Neil Patrick Harris at his best, as always. I cannot wait to watch this. Neither could I. And it's actually really funny because I have heard of this and I think I've been watching too much Love Island. Because when I saw this mention, I was like, oh, there's a new reality TV yeah, show yeah, called Yeah, that's Unfold. so true, actually. You really could mistake it for that because I was the same. I hadn't heard of it. So, yeah, that's apparently um, arriving on Netflix at the end of this month. I can't wait to watch it. Cannot wait. And let's see if we can get Neil Patrick Harris on the show. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, uh, Aoife, you're going to be back a little later. Another week of crazy collaborations coming your way. Wait till you hear who Calvin Harris has teamed up with for a new track called Stay With Me. And we also have the new one from Ellie Golding and a new one from MK and Burns that'll all be coming later in Music Fix. I'm going to put a poll up on our Instagram at officialspin1038 and you can cast your vote of what song you would like to hear. Now, Chasing Abby have teamed up with our very own Marty to give us the ultimate summer anthem hometown. It's always great to have the lads on the show. Lads, welcome back. But there's only two of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, thanks for having us. Great to be back on, yeah. Yeah, our, our good man Ted can't make it today. He sends his best. Um, we were just saying that actually our very first radio interview was with you back in the day and he hates me missing it, so... Oh, no way! There's a fact, if you didn't know. Fact, uh-huh. yeah. Well, do you know what? I always love having you back on the show. And this time, I'm more excited than usual because you guys have teamed up with our very own Marty. How did that happen? We're under the same management. So they sent us a song, the stems of the song, and they're like, do we want to jump on it? Or do you want to put our own twist do on remix it? Do a remix yeah. Yes, yeah. And we did. Um, and we've never actually released... Uh, uh, collaboration before so we were like this could be an opportunity because we wanted to so this, we said this could be an opportunity to do it and uh, 
So we went at it for a few weeks. Uh, well, not a few weeks, uh, a week. And we had a couple of different versions. Um, we didn't really like the first few, in fairness. <laughs> and we're kind of scratching our heads like, ah. Oh, but we always, we always loved the, the actual song and the, the top line, the vocal part of the song. Um, so we really wanted to get it right and get something yeah. like special on it. And eventually we, we did. Yeah. And then when we sent it back to, to our managers and just a few friends and stuff, we all loved it. We, yeah. We were like, we have to release this. Because like. you have been playing it when you've been out playing gigs and yeah, have the yeah. crowds reacted to it? We played at Sea Sessions only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and it was just, it slapped hard, it, it dropped hard, it rocked. Is that amazing to be back feeling that? Yeah, Sea yeah. Sessions was our first one back. Yeah, first proper big gig. And like we had released like four, three to four tunes over lockdown. So we never really got to play them in front of like a proper big crowd and to see the, the fans' reactions and how they've actually connected and stuff was amazing. Yeah, we haven't got to play the likes of Lately, which were released during the pandemic, really in front of any crowds. Oh, yeah. wow. They, they like sang every word and it was our first time to experience that, you know, so that was serious. And so were there people doing TikTok dances back at you? Because <laughs> during, <laughs> during yeah, lockdown, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I do. I think maybe you could have been a bit too intoxicated, maybe. <laughs> do you think we may have a TikTok dance release with this one? And will you be getting our very own Marty involved in that one? I think we're going to have to sit down with Mark and be like... He uh, loves a bit of a dance, you know that, don't you? He does, he does, yeah. He loves a bit of TikTok. He's a bit of a TikTok king at the minute. So. He is. I think we need to sit down and be like, right, Marty, what are the moves? Yeah. <laughs> so that needs to happen. Actually. It does actually need to happen, yeah. yeah. Now, you were talking about the fact that, you know, the, the music was going back and forth. Were the four of you ever in the same room together? Like, have you done stuff besides that really cool, slick, serious photo shoot that's going with this single? <laughs> How epic is that photo yeah, shoot? Yeah. yeah. That was a fun day because we were like, we're all very giddy and to try and get us all four faces serious at once. Well, well, we're all giddy, but I'm exceptionally bad at, like, you know, I might get like a few good shots with this straight face, but there are a lot where I'd have a bit of a smile and stuff. <laughs> and then... It was our first time doing a photo shoot with anyone else. And Marty is a smiley guy as well. He loves loves a good smile. So, you know, we're like, right, let's be serious. And then I'd, I was standing beside Marty and I'd hear or feel a little shoulder shake or a little, like, <laughs> laugh and that would send me. And then yeah. I'd be gone and the two other boys were like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> to answer your question, that was actually... We've been on... Christmas parties and stuff together prior to the release, but we'd never actually been in the... the that was studio. our first time. No. That first time, yeah. yeah what was that good. like? Yeah, it was fun. It's different for us. Different, yeah. Because we're just used to having the three of us in the yeah. room, so... It was, it was actually really fun, though. Yeah, really it fun. Was, it was good to change it up, I think. Um, we really enjoyed working with um, someone else, you know. And I know this is going to sound very biased and it's going to sound like a bit of a love fest right now, but you yeah. don't get any nicer in the business and talented than Marty, do you? Yeah, no, he's a gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, that is, was yeah. probably another big thing when, when we got sent it. Like, we got on great with Marty. We obviously know him well. So to actually do a track with him, like, we were so on for it, you know, to so on to have a release with him. We love Marty. But it's not all about Marty. We do love you guys here too. Tell me, you said you played C-Sessions just um, a little while back there. Yeah. What's the plan for the rest of the summer? Now that you can do stuff live, what else is going to be happening? Yeah, we're actually announcing another festival, I think. Um, any, 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 day, any, any minute, maybe. So check our socials very... Keep, keep a very 
close eye on our socials. And it's on in, yeah. I want to say Meet or Kildare. It's no, it's Kildare. It's Kildare. Sure, it's Kildare. <laughs> sure, it's Kildare. Yeah. And then we might be announcing a, a very big one for maybe the end of August, early September. So, Do you know, you know what? It's so exciting to yeah. like hear that you're out there again announcing uh, big stuff, not just doing TikTok videos, but hopefully we'll see some of that happening too. Do, yeah. Now we can pause that for a bit. No <laughs> need to pause. You can do nah, both at the same time. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> it's great to be back and being able to announce shows, do shows, play for people. Yeah, geez, it's great to be back. <laughs> Lads, enjoy it all. We love having you back. And as always, thanks for being on the show. Give Ted my love. Yeah, well, for sure. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Before I let you go, lads, uh, will you introduce your new track first? Hey, we're Chase and Abby, and this is our brand new song, Hometown, that we released with our boy Marty on the Bellissimo Files. Producer Aoife is back in studio with me and I'm so excited because what? let's just get straight into it because we've got so much. The names that are in here and the summer tunes that are in here, I am buzzing for. So yeah, as you said, let's get straight into it. Big new collaboration from none other than Calvin Harris, Justin Timberlake, Halsey and Pharrell Williams. They're not the four tracks, they're all on one. This is called <laughs> Stay With Me. Stay, I'm good right here. Been waiting for you all your complaint. Like a mess right here. Do whatever I like it weird, okay? Let him disappear. Say whatever you want to hear. Just say all favourite collaboration of the year I think if I that, that isn't a bit of me like if you're used to listening to me on my um, my dance track of the week you know disco-y sounds is all for me I'm obsessed with that I cannot wait to just have that on repeat for the rest of the summer but I do have another big dance track summary track for you for the second track of for the track of the week how many times can I say track in a sentence <laughs> this is the new one from MK and Burns featuring Teddy Swims it is called Better gonna be better hard a choice is that this week I am obsessed with both of those tracks I'm loving them I'm glad the listeners are actually making the decision because I know. Oh, do you know what? I'll be happy with either one yeah I don't know as I said to you I think I think he sounds a little bit like John Legend on the lyrics he does it's driving me mad who he sounded like and that's I was saying to you what song does this sound like but you're right I don't think it's a song I, I think, think it's, it's the, the voice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so those are both up for your Bellissimo Files track of the week head over to Instagram at official spin on three you can get your last minute vote in there while you're doing that we're going to take a listen Ellie Golding is back with Big Sean this is called Easy Lover and I know they say that everything that's easy ain't worth it and everything that's worth it ain't gonna be easy I made mistakes you can't say that I repeat it I wouldn't still be here
Melissa, you weren't lying when you said there's amazing music out this week. Amazing. I'm so happy to hear Ellie back. I used to be a massive Ellie Goulding fan. Kind of went off her for a little while, but this is very much back to herself, which I'm loving. That is called Easy Lover featuring Big Sean. And now, my favourite time of the week. Come on! Are you ready? Eva's dance track of the week. Just clap your hands to the beat. Aoife, I'd say this is a hard one because there's so much out this week. I know, and I could have included those first two songs as the dance track of the week as well, but I haven't. I've brought you even more dance goodness. This is from Absolute and it is called Stuck in Love. stop dancing and smiling. So many good summery tunes in there. Hopefully that'll set you up for the good weather this weekend which I am so looking forward to myself and to kick you off, you are voted for this one. I am so, so happy to play out the new one from Calvin Harris. It's going to take me a while to do this now. (laughs) Justin Timberlake, Halsey and Pharrell. It is called Stay With Me on the Bellissimo Files. Hey, it's a mess out there. They can leave but we don't care. We'll stay. I'm good right here. I've been waiting for you all year. Come play. We are loving that, and Aoife and I are so thrilled that you voted that. Your Bellissimo Files single of the week, the new one from Calvin Harris, Justin Timberlake, Halsey, and Pharrell Williams, Stay With Me. It's been described as a sun-kissed disco jam, and I couldn't describe that any better. Oh, I stole that from Aoife. It's a great one to kick off a weekend of sun. And don't forget, if you want to catch any of those other new tracks, head over to our website or app. Uh, I was going to say our Instagram at spin1038.com and you'll catch the Fresh Hits playlist over there with all those on it. That's us done for the weekend. Um, as Aoife said, it is going to be a glorious stunner of a weekend. Wear your sun cream. Please do. I, I sound, we sound like your ma now, but... The 50 plus. We all forget to wear it in Ireland. We do. Do you know, when I, growing up in Australia, we had a song with it. Slip, slop, slap. <laughs> slip on... Slip on a shirt, slap on some sunscreen and slop on a hat or something like that. I think we need to commission that song over here. <laughs> well, whatever you're doing this weekend, enjoy. Aoife and I will be back next weekend with Daisy Edgar-Jones. But up next, it is Jess. Have a great weekend. Go Ireland. What a win. See you next week- <laughs> weekend. Bye. Three, two, one. Let's go. It's the Bellissimo Files. The Bellissimo Files. On spin.